This episode is brought to you by BlueChew.com. That's blue like the color blue. BlueChew.com brings you the first chewable with the same FDA-approved active ingredients as Viagra and Cialis. So you know they work. Visit BlueChew.com and get your first shipment free when you use our special promo code TMS. You just pay $5 shipping. Coming up on TMS, bats in the kitchen and the silver spoon. Disgruntled dishwasher dump. Real dog or in-game dog. Where's the beef shavings? The brain is a weird jello mash. Flesh puppy. Zoe brings moisture. Call now and more on this episode of The Morning Stream. We know a little place in the American Far West where Charlie Briggs chops up the finest prairie-fed beef and tastes... This is a lot of shit, you know that. Booby blanket. <laughs> It's the show that made the Kessel Run in less than 12 parsecs. This is the Morning Stream. I remember that Kessel Run reference from yesterday, from our little trivia yesterday. Yeah, mm. it's the Kessel Run, sure. Yeah, when I was a kid, I didn't know Kessel was a planet. I thought it was uh, I didn't uh, like some kind of... Somebody gave you the runs. Yeah. <laughs> Nobody wants the Kessel Runs. But yeah, I like the Kessel Runs from eating 12 Parsec burritos <laughs> at uh, Admiral Akbar's burrito stand. There you go. Um, that reminds me of a funny thing. Uh, Nick this morning... I'm probably not supposed to tell this story. <laughs> oh, great. I love the stories that you're probably not supposed to tell. Excellent. Bring, uh, it, bring uh, it on. All right. So he's on the phone on a conference call, and he has it on speakerphone, and it's with his company. where He works for Red Wing. People are familiar with their boots and their stuff. Works yep. for Red Wing. He's, he's in line for a promotion. Uh, been doing great over there. They love him. Uh, always like 15 minutes early. It's like a, he's a crazy, crazy good find for those, for those people. And... Uh, he got invited on the corporate conference call they do once a month with the whole region of managers, store owners, um, oh, wow. uh, whatevers, and he got invited to be on the call. He didn't have to say much except introduce himself, but it was like this first chance to sort of be, you know, let's let's start easing him into other responsibilities. Yeah. So that was cool. So he's walking around the house with his phone. He has it on mute. Uh, but he's listening on speaker to this lady talk. Okay, quarterly results. She's doing her thing. And he's walking around, and he starts to kind of go, like he's kind of, oh, like he's, you know, struggling with something. And I look over at him like, you all right, buddy? And he's like, oh, I have to poo so bad. (laughs) (laughs) And so I'm like, just go. It's okay. Just go sit on the can and go. It's not a problem. You're on mute. It's no big deal. Had, had he already said his little bit before any of this? He had, yeah. So it was okay. It was, right. okay. Okay. It was fine the way it worked out because then he just, you know, went in there and 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 went. And then, okay, I was I was hoping really the story was going to be like, and as soon as he sat down to <laughs> to do his <laughs> to do his number two, yeah. they said, "Well, let me introduce you to uh, Nick Johnson, uh, who's uh, joining us from Salt Lake City." Hello, Nick. Yeah, hello, Nick. <laughs> Flush. Hi. Uh, yeah. Really good. Uh, glad to be. Here. <laughs> I mean, I've done it before. Well, I so. Have a buddy named Don. Uh, not the Don that I do trivia with these days, but a different guy that was the sales manager at the company where I did that. Uh, you know, that video, the the health and fitness section, all that stuff. Okay. Two great. I just want to make a mention of, real quick. Sure. It's one of the greatest audio bits we've ever had. It's one of the. <laughs> it's one of the greatest gifts ever made. 
<laughs> it really is. The gif of the chicken is the, yeah. is the best thing. And then yes. there's that gif chicken, right. So there's the gif of you just kind of inching toward the phone. And then there's one of you inching toward a chicken. <laughs> right. It is just magic. And so I just, yeah. whenever it comes up, it's like Mad Max. I have to talk about it. So anyway, go ahead. So Don. Yeah. E.D. E. Croft, I, I think that's the, the handle, uh, did this amazing job of replacing the phone with the chicken. It's, and uh, it's just amazing. incredibly done. It's so good. Uh, anyway, so... He uh, did so much traveling for the company. Uh, I'd occasionally join him on trips and, you know, uh, we'd, we'd have a blast together when we traveled to go see a client because during the day we'd do all the important businessy stuff with the client. And then at night we'd go check out the city and whatever was around there. Do you ever have a those aren't pillows moment with him? Just curious. Never had a those aren't pillows moment okay. with him. No. All right. Great. Uh, with any, never had those aren't pillows moment with any of the coworkers yeah. I had at, at uh, Media Marketing. Okay. But, uh, uh, <laughs> Whenever he'd go to the uh, in the airport bathroom, inevitably there'd be some dude in there in a stall on a conference call or on a phone call, okay, um, or at a urinal on the phone. This urinal. is when you know smartphones adjusted. People were walking around with their Treo six fifties and their their uh, Blackberries and all that sort of thing. Right. And uh, at one point. <laughs> He's next to a guy at Denver International Airport. He's pooping in a stall. There's a guy pooping in the stall next to him that are using his uh, cell phone. And Don goes really loudly, this guy is on the phone and he's pooping. (laughs) Like loud enough that hopefully the guy, whoever he's talking to, can hear it as well. (laughs) Dude, everybody needs a Don in your company. That's what I think. Yes. He he was the best. um, What's he doing now? He is in California these days. And I think... He was working for cars.com for a while. I don't know if he still works for cars.com, but mm. uh, um, he moved into more of a training, moved out of sales and more into a training capacity. He is great as a trainer. He is just so personable and friendly and and funny. That's uh, very nice. One of the nicest guys I know. Yep. That's really cool. Cars.com yeah. looks like uh, I just logged in. They'd like to sell me an SUV here. Let's Probably, see, uh, yeah. See what I they want, huh? If you uh, get a job there with cars.com, uh, mm-hmm. Scott, you might get Don as your trainer. Yeah, this, this is true. They'd like to sell me a 2020 Ford Explorer for 32,765. Huh. <laughs> well, I'll get right on that. Get though. on get on that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah sounds great. Uh, all right. Also, we uh, oh, I had the weirdest experience yesterday. I was playing so okay. Not this isn't because I'm mad at Blizzard, but I did kind of need a break from all things Blizzard with all this stuff going on. <laughs> Not because I'm mad at Blizzard. I yeah. mean, I'm kind of mad at them, but I'm just sort of yeah. you know, I'm just sort of like need to step back and breathe a little. And so sure. I've been playing uh, Elder Scrolls Online a little bit at night. Uh, it's kind of been for a long time. It's kind of my second, my, my kind of go to secondary MMO. When I'm not in the mood right. for WoW, it's it totally scratches all of the itches I have, and I, I really like it. I mean, I'm not sure you'd like it because of you're already deep, not deep disdain, but you're you're you didn't like Skyrim much. You didn't play it long. I didn't like Skyrim. Yeah, yeah, I didn't I didn't hate it, but I just right. it wasn't the thing for me, and that's fine. It's totally fine. I look at it as more for everyone else because I won't be taking your Skyrim. Right, and this game is very Skyrimish. Like it's 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 and, and I loved Skyrim and played I don't know three hundred something hours of it. So so uh, for me, this is just like right up my alley. Mm-hmm. Um, man, my eye itches. I think I have allergies or something. Oh. I'm trying not to scratch it. Anyway, <laughs> so uh, I'm playing. I'm playing that, and I like it a lot. And uh, you know, it's it's basically an Elder Scrolls game with people in it. It's it's kind of not. It, feel, it doesn't feel like a, a traditional MMO to me. It just feels like I'm playing a you know I'm playing 
a kind of Skyrim game, and there just happens to be other sure. dudes in it. But anyway, uh, playing around, and I was fishing near a lake because I need these these one fish for this food I'm making that gives me better okay. life or longer life. Oh, I'm already getting already getting PTSD from that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yep. Fishing and video games, man. Anyway, so I had, I wanted to do that because I wanted to go cook this stuff. I'm learning how to do the cooking mastery stuff in there, and uh, sure. there's another player sitting there by the the lake just chilling uh mm-hmm. i think a human might have been a nord anyway i'm not sure i'm a dark elf but i came over there and um i decided to say hi because i you know just whatever it's, a, it's another yeah. person so i said do you do, do it in uh, do you do it rp style like greetings, greetings human <laughs> a fine a fine day this, <laughs> this what, what what find you here this morn or whatever <laughs> No, I said I just said oh, hello. You're finally awake. <laughs> <laughs> so he goes, he goes, oh hello, and then he proceeded to tell me the saddest story about why he was at the river. He wasn't fishing or doing anything. He was just there chilling because he likes the spot. He likes the music that plays here. He likes the the view. And when it rains, it's really pretty. It was kind of a swampy area, but it was a you know kind of a really pretty place. That game's kind of gorgeous. And he's and he's sitting there. And he was telling me this long story about how his dog died and how sad he was. And he didn't know what else to do because one of the things he would do is play ESO with his dog on his lap. And the dog would just kind of chill there, not really sleep, but just lay there and look up at the screen while he played. And he would pet the dog while he would play the game kind of casually at night or whatever. And so he just wanted to come to this part of the lake and chill and, and think about his dog. It was a weird that's, interaction, that's but really cool. sweet. It was very cool. Yeah, it was very. I mean, it was, it was cool in the sense it's that sad, obviously sad that he lost his dog, but the fact that um, you know, I mean, before video games, <laughs> right, right, one might say, well, I guess I'm just going to go out to that lake and hang out there, but it's nighttime or it's cold and it's dangerous or whatever. There's not a lake near me or a place I can kind of hang out and do that. Right. And if you get that kind of uh, feeling from the from the virtual world of a uh, of an MMO. That is really cool. Like I yeah. could see doing that just like, ah, you know what? I just want a portal to Nagrand right now. I yeah. just want to, yeah. I just want to go just sit and look at the, I want to sit on one of the floating <laughs> islands in Nagrand yeah. and just sit there. You just fly up there uh, and sit. I can out. now. Yeah. yeah. I've earned flying in Nagrand. <laughs> yeah, you own it. You own it there. But uh, yeah, yeah. Like, this is what Thrall did. He's like, I got to get out of here. And he went and started a family and hung out in Nagrand until Saurfang showed up. But yeah. Uh, but yeah, like it's uh, it was this, just this really sweet kind of interaction, and he was very nice, and I, you know, added me to his friends list. And I said, well, I hope, hope to talk to you again soon. He was just the most affable. It wasn't like gamer talk. It was like normal, like real talk. That's cool. And I haven't had yeah. that in a game in a long yeah. time, so that was really cool. And uh, at no point, at no point, did you ask him real dog or in in game dog? You know what? I never did. I never did. <laughs> And there are plenty. Thing, yeah. There are plenty of dog pets in the game, so it's entirely possible sure. that he was talking, that he was RPing that whole thing. I don't know. Right. <laughs> like he's got his own podcast. He's told the story now. This guy totally bought. Like he totally thought that my real life dog died. And, oh no! 
I hadn't thought of that until you just said it. <laughs> I mean, the only part, the part that no, makes me think it was real you, is because he described his computer and him on his lap and all yeah, that. So. Yeah. No, I think it would have been, I think it would have been bad for him to say, oh, real dog or mm-hmm. <laughs> virtual dog. I, it, I think that, that might've been uh, taken poorly. Yeah. Blocked. It was a very, it was a very, <laughs> it was a very human moment. And it reminded me that games are capable of such interactions. Yeah, it's, it's easy cool. to think it's all just screaming kids on Xbox or, you know, a-holes who are trolling you in Fortnite or whatever. It's easy mm-hmm. to get kind of jaded on that stuff, but this uh, this was like a nice reminder. Like, oh, yeah, we can find a, hmm. find a nice radiation-free planet in No Man's Sky and just chill there for a little while on, yep. on VR. Yeah, there you go. Also, there's something about there's a melancholy to the Elder Scrolls games that I like. I like that mm-hmm. of it. It's a, like a dark... Uh, I don't know. It's it's it's. Don't I, say collie. No, <laughs> it's like a dark collie. Oh no, that's what his dog was. Ah! <laughs> uh, but no, like there's always been that kind of mood in that game, and it's yeah. part of what I like about it. And so to have that, I don't know. It was kind of cool. Someone in the chat says, "Let's see." Codes from home says, "When when Lydia died in Skyrim, I was surprisingly bummed out. I was as well, and she was just a dumb AI companion." But mm-hmm. I remember when Lydia died. We, she died on the road while we were just going somewhere, and we got attacked by bandits, and she got murdered, and it sucked. Jeez. <laughs> oh, anyway, I love those games. So uh, there's that. Uh, also, oh, <clears throat> we got a, a Panera Bread update. Oh, uh, okay, good. All right, Panera Bread. From Tim G. Sounds like a rapper. Tim G. Tim G. What, what, what? Or maybe he's like a that's a saxophonist. Oh, no, that's Kenny G. Never mind. Kenny G. Wait. <laughs> Yep, that's the song. It's as high as I can go. Uh, Felt like I needed a little bit of reverb. I understand. (laughs) I understand completely. By the way, if I just talk normal like this, hello, I'm Scott Johnson, and I'm talking in a lower tone than I usually do. Does that sound like Mike Rowe to you? Because I don't think it does. Somebody told told me yesterday I sound like Mike Rowe. You know, I'm not a good judge of that. I've seen five episodes of Dirty Jobs, so... Someone uh, said that on I'm Twitter, and they were like, they're like, you sound just like Mike Rose. Anyone ever told you that? Just like Mike Rowe. Really? <clears throat> I don't know, man. Maybe it was the, you know what it was? It was the, um, I, I played one of those GE spots, and they make you be so VO that I, or those GE spots I did where I had to be Mr. VO man. I th- oh. I th- oh, the G E spots, yes. Yeah. Uh let's see. You were you were putting the G and the E so close together, it sounded like G spots. And right. I didn't oh, know where, yeah, the where we were going with this. <laughs> where are we going with this, Scott? Right. I want you to I want you to pretend this is micro. You tell me if this sounds like him. I'm just gonna play a taste of this, okay? So here it goes. Okay. Whoops, here we go. <laughs> Music takes forever on this one. Yeah, I like GE understands how a super body can do super things, like enduring the pain of rowing. Just sounds like you. 45 strokes per minute. Our muscles produce carbon dioxide, hydrogen ions, and potassium. These molecules cause metabol receptors to spark to life, signaling the brain to stop because the body's in pain. I don't. I don't hear it. Yeah. Just hear me. But I mean, I I I hear you more than. You know, I, I hear your voice way more than I hear Mike Rowe's voice. So I'm a bad person to ask because it's like, no, it sounds like Scott. If anything, I'd hear Mike Rowe's voice and say, oh, that guy sounds like Scott. But yeah, I don't. 
Yeah. And then, and for those who think it took me 50 takes to get metabo receptor correct, it only took two, okay? It only took wow. two. Metabo receptor. Yeah, I did for someone in the chat's like, what are these? I'm like, no, this is like years ago. I did a I did How a much series of being gassed, you need to run a metabo <laughs> metabo receptor. receptor. Yeah. yeah. Isn't that what Uncle Owen was all mad because Luke wasn't going to help him with or something? But I was going to go to Tashi Station and buy some metabo receptors. <laughs> you can hang out with your friends later. <laughs> Uncle Owen, what a curmudgeon. work on those moisture evaporators. He's such a curmudgeon, that guy. Anyway, I did like seven of those, and they were all for the Olympics. So I guess that would have been 2012. Yeah. Is that right? Hmm. Yeah. It was fun. It was, a good, wow. it was a good gig. I would love to do those again, but... Just need to get the gig, I guess. Good work if you can get it. It is. It actually paid really well. That was my favorite part of it. Yeah. It paid real good. Good. Um, good. Anyway, so Panera Bread. Sorry. Tim G. He wrote in, says, TMS, uh, the TMS Panera story. He says, hi, Scott and Brian. Uh, heard your news story on Panera. Mild as that seemed, I have some slightly more disturbing stories from my sister-in-law who worked at Panera a couple of years ago. Used to love the place, but we, the family, all stopped eating there after she told us a few stories. Like bats in the kitchen. Mm. Bats in the kitchen. Bats in the kitchen. I don't. That's my favorite UB40 song. <laughs> bats in the kitchen. kitchen what you what gonna are you do? gonna do? Yeah. There's a bat in the kitchen. What are you gonna do? That's a good deep cut. I like that. He says live ones. Uh, not intentionally, I think. Further stories about employees showing up with horrendous personal hygiene. <laughs> Well, I want to know what's some clarification before we get to the yeah. hygiene, though. Not intentionally, I think. Not intentionally live, or not intentionally bats, or oh. not intentionally oh. in the kitchen. I think I'll bet in like, the kitchen is what he means. But you're right. But it's, like, yeah. okay. Well, I mean, but would there be a time where you wanted intentionally wanted bats in the kitchen? Well, Brian, maybe there. Maybe the bats are there so they can put it in the batter. Oh, because <laughs> they're going to make bread with it. Um, he says, employees showing up with horrendous personal hygiene. I feel like you can't use that one because that's everywhere. That's all yeah. places. Well, I, and I don't think you can say, oh, bats. That's a, a Panera problem or bats. Yeah, it doesn't sound like a PP, a Panera problem. <laughs> and then he says, uh, also showing up uh, to work high, to work in the kitchen, swearing at customers under their breath when they turn away from the cashier. That's all. That's like McDonald's. That's anywhere. Yeah, Taco Bell, McDonald's, Burger King. That's everybody. I think it's just you've got a bad Panera near you. Yeah, that's what this bad neighborhood, bad something. I don't know what bad, yeah. bad because aren't they franchises? Maybe your franchise owner's yeah. an idiot. Well, maybe this maybe this last paragraph will speak specifically to Panera. Here we go. The one that really sealed the deal for me was this. My sister in law went to clean out the drink tanks at closing. That's a drink tank. It's the you know the drink tanks like the. Uh, uh, so they've got the fountain machine where you yeah. put your cup against it and fill it with soda. But then next to that, they've got like the iced tea tanks. Oh, got it. Okay. That the whole different area. flavors of iced tea. Drink tanks. Drink tanks. Got it. Uh, she says, uh, I believe it was primarily the green tea one. She went to empty it and wipe it out like you do. And at the bottom of the liquid was this nasty cleaning rag from the night before. Yeah. Somebody who had like the... <laughs> <laughs> like a surgeon leaving us like a sponge in a patient's body. This is pretty foul. Everyone, or let's see, um, I just went to him down to the thing the night before. Everybody who had gotten the tea just a little extra had a little extra juice that day. She quit shortly after and reported the place to the uh, to corporate. I'm sure there was quite the it, it may have been the unique situation, but 
Yeah. Uh, I'll never look back at Panera the same. Love the show, though, uh, says Tim. Uh, yeah, that's uh, bad. No no rag in the tea yeah. thing. That's horrible. Yeah, no, that's... Uh, again, I mean, that's something that that in some form or another would happen, could happen at any uh, fast food place. You know, yes, the, exactly. I mean, I, m- I remember uh, I worked at a Chi-Chi's where the disgruntled dishwasher uh, pooped in the beans. He pooped in the uh, beans. Yeah. yeah. Boy, if, if I never hear that story again, I think I'll be <laughs> just fine in my life. <laughs> well, I mean, Chi-Chi's is no more, certainly, but uh, at the time, I mean... Think of the worst thing that I could think of, because I worked at Taco Bell for a year to the day, and I can't think of like anything that, that made me say... Oh my God! If this is the if this is happening everywhere, then there's no way I'm ever going to a Taco Bell again. I mean, back then though, you know, this was uh, late '80s. We were getting bags of fresh lettuce, and we, you know, shredded the cheese ourselves in house, and we fried all the shells and all that stuff. So, I know things have changed, and there's a lot of uh, uh, a lot of corner cutting that's happened since then. But they've made improvements. Well, no, oh. they've made improvements to their bottom line, uh, which probably means that, you know, they're getting maybe not so much the real cheese anymore I or see. making the beef in-house or anything like that. We, well, yesterday, uh, so I decided it was a good couple weeks to be giving up junk food because yeah, there was um, a news report that uh, uh, Taco Bell on a national level had recalled a ton of beef, ton of their beef mixture thing. Mm-hmm. Because uh-huh. the um, there's beef or there's me, uh, metal shavings in it. Yeah, metal shavings, Brian. Metal shavings. Uh-huh. <laughs> oh, yeah. Did they say where? Did they say where this is happening? They said just in all the beef, just somewhere in the beef. So, <laughs> yeah, they didn't say which restaurant because I think it was everywhere. I think it was like a national thing. So they recalled all of the, they recalled all beef shipments to any Taco Bell stores because apparently the machine that cranks out the beef thing with oh, beef mixture probably had a grinded like a gear slipped off its yeah. thread and got ground with the beef yeah and it may have the chat says maybe only some states maybe that may be the case i mean they probably caught it early but still yeah. it made me not want to go get taco bell so yeah that. sure oh there it cool. is there's the article on cbs news uh yeah pull seasoned beef over concerns of metal shavings up to two to three million pounds of the product jeez uh, across the eastern Midwest, northern Southwest, cheese Louise, make it more con- make it more confusing. Northern the eastern South. Midwest and the northern Southwest. It sounds like they're making shit up, right? Like- yeah. <laughs> Hold on, it's, it's northern Southwest. Isn't that just us? That's us. <laughs> well, right? no, not the northern Southwest. It was the northern Southeast. Northern Southeast. But it was the eastern Midwest. <laughs> That's really jacked up. That's stupid the way to say that. Yeah, maybe you know what? If you're gonna write it like that, just tell me the states. Yeah, because <laughs> I don't like. That's already like super confusing. Yeah, I don't. I don't like it. The northern southeast. So, yeah, North Carolina, uh, Virginia. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. What else is that? North Carolina, Virginia, Georgia. No. Well, Georgia, I would just say, is southeast. That's just I southeast. wouldn't call that the northern southeast. That's the northern southeast. Doesn't make any sense to me. No, I know. The eastern Midwest, same thing. Yeah. Like, well, I don't like it. For some maybe reason, we need I... better, maybe we need better definitions. <laughs> maybe we just don't have enough descriptions of, of uh, the zones in the United States if we have to use terms like the eastern Midwest. Maybe, maybe come up with a new term yeah. for the eastern Midwest. I think it's time. 
So he's yeah. a city in saying Missouri, Tennessee, Kentucky, New uh, North Carolina, West Virginia, and Virginia. Maybe. Maryland? Yeah, maybe. Pennsylvania? <laughs> 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 nice TVZ gun. Nice. Yeah. Anyway. Anyway, cool. so one final thing, and then we'll get to the news. Sure. Uh, this is, more, well, I guess this is a question for you, so I suppose the chat can okay. chime in on this, or people can email at home, but... Um, so, you know, we have voice assistants. We have phones with mm-hmm. stuff. We have these we do. Amazon devices, Echo, uh, what do you call them, uh, uh, Google Home device things and all that. Sure. We've got our Cortanas and our <clears throat> Series and our Alexas. Alexa. Let's see if it does yep. that. Nope. A-Lexa. Did not trigger. Oh, it did that time. Yeah. It's nothing. Go away. Because you looked at her. You looked at her it's when you said I it was because I looked at her. <laughs> Don't ever look at her when you're talking to her. Exactly. If she sees eye contact, then she's going to know you're talking to her. So my kids pointed this out, and I just want to throw it out to the public. I, When I talk to them, I don't talk to them the way I talk to you. Like what we're supposed to do is oh, go, really? we're supposed to go, A-word, turn on the lights. Mm-hmm. Here's yeah. what I do. A-word, please turn on the lights. <laughs> really? Yeah. Really? Like you're doing a GE commercial. A little bit. <laughs> A little bit. It's a little bit like the way Star Trek people talk to the computer on TNG or something. I get really hoity-toity about it. So upstairs, the the kids will go, "A word, play, whatever." They want to hear some music, yeah. and I and if it's me, I'll go, "A word, could you please play 311 from the 90s?" And I do it in that tone and that thing, and I don't even notice I'm doing it until they all pointed it out, and I totally do it. So I guess what I'm saying is, why am I doing that? A or or B is it fine? Who cares? Like, is it okay to to speak to them as if it's, you know, there's a proper person in the room and I'm enunciating? A word. Disable the metabol receptors. <laughs> um. Yeah. No. I mean, I I talk to her like, uh, um, like I don't talk to her like she's a robot. Like we have her one upstairs. We have a big macro setup that when I say good night. It turns off our living room lights, turns off the television or the Apple TV, whatever we're watching, yeah. and turns on the bedroom lights. Right. And like does that all in one set. And then and then she replies, Good night, don't let the bed bugs bite or something like that. Yeah. And I say like all right, good night. Do you just say good night? A yeah. word, good night. I just I don't say A word <laughs> Good night. <laughs> See that's and what my, I'm doing. My, my uh uh when I start work in the morning, when I come down to my office, I say a word. Let's get down to it. Yeah, because it's it's an homage to uh, the rock band Pop Will Eat Itself. It's ah, the, I like it. The opening uh, sounds of uh, their one of their songs. Yeah, Luke. Say, Let's get down to it. Luke doesn't understand in the chat room why we're saying a word and not the full word. Why do you think, Luke? Don't be confused. Yeah. I think he's trolling me. He's trying I, to he's, get me he's to do trolling. It. Yes, exactly. So anyway, uh, uh, what was I going to say about that? Oh, it's so funny. we I just realized we know an Alex A. Mm-hmm. Uh, which is how we used to call it, like when we would talk about it on the show. It's like, oh, you know, I, when we use our Alex A device, uh, this is Alex Albisu is Alex A. Oh, yeah, we actually have one. That's right. Yeah. And yeah. He, he would probably run, run and do a thing for you, too, if you asked him. Just like, I think he would. He yeah, has, yeah. He's, he's, he's a nice feller that Turn way. off my lights, Alex A. <laughs> so here's here's the thing I do, and I'll, I'll, I'll you know what, I'll actually show it here. Okay. So, so chat room and everybody at home listening on speakers, I apologize. This is about to a- activate your your device. Why don't you mute your microphone just for the oh for that word? Yeah. word. Good idea. Yeah. All right. So watch what I do here. Um. Okay, I'll go. 
Lights out. <laughs> See? <laughs> and then this is how I say it when I come it's in. It's the... really funny that you just like you say it like. Uh, yeah. I mean, even even uh, Picard on the you know on the bridge. <laughs> yeah. Now you know, what? You have to go. T O Gray. It is a little like that. So okay, now yeah. that, so when I come in here in the morning to get the show prepping going and get everything going, here's what I say. I go. Light it up. Oh, there it is. Oh, took, there we go. Took okay, a minute. Yeah. But yeah, like, I don't know. I don't know why I do it. I can't be casual with it. I just can't do that's, it. That's funny. I don't know why. I don't know why you can't like just, uh, it just cause it, it, even if you were to say it, like you were dictating to your phone, like I know when we do phone dictation, yeah. um, as you as you got that audio from me where I said ha 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 exclamation point. <laughs> I love point, that thing. It's the best. Oh um, man! Like when I'm doing dictation, I say it in kind of somewhat a monotone voice. I'll still I'll still if I'm asking like if I'm uh, sending a text to somebody and it's a question, I'll still say, "Do you want to grab dinner?" Question mm-hmm. mark. Mm-hmm. Like I would say, "Do you want to grab dinner?" Question mark. <laughs> like I'll ask it. Let's say it like a question. But at least I still don't like when you're dictating to your phone. Do you do that same voice? Um, if you're sending a text to me. You say, "Brian, oh, I'm totally. missing the music for today's show!" To- Exclamation totally. point. Totally. And this will work because this doesn't set people off. I'll just say, "Siri, hi, Brian. Comma, I'll be home later. Period. If you need me, text me. Period." That's how I do okay. it. So you really do it like you're yeah. like you're uh, announcing the over the, the Baltimore Orioles game. Yeah, it sucks. I don't yeah. know why I do it. Now it's betting. <laughs> it's true. It's true. I don't know what's going on with that. I'm gonna try. I'm gonna work on it. I'm gonna be more casual with it because and you know what? Well, you know what made me think of this yesterday is to, is, is uh, Nicole's clip for her the movie her. Uh, oh yeah. How he's able to talk to that AI just like he's talking to a person. Mm-hmm. And I went, oh, I wish I could do that. <laughs> like, I feel like I don't even come close to talking, just average voice, whatever. Mm-hmm. I just, I have to go, yes, I would like it if you would set in a reminder for 4 p.m. today. Like, when I when I wanted to do, like, an alarm, I'll say, mm-hmm. A word, set an alarm mm-hmm. for 25 minutes from now. Well, here's here's the benefit of you doing that, doing it that way, is that, um, you're saying it very clearly with very good diction, so you probably don't get a lot of, hmm, I don't know what you just said. Try again later. That's true. Like, that. like you're saying it very clear, which I think is is probably one of the benefits and maybe one of the reasons you do that. Yeah. Here's, ready for my idea? Yeah, give it. All right. Uh, you and I start a business, uh, a little side business, side okay. uh, side hustle. I'm ready. We're going we're gonna to design and 3D print, you do the design, I do the 3D printing, okay. right. um, heads for your smart devices. So <laughs> so your little Echo Dot just looks like a hockey puck. But we're going to make a little thing that goes on top of it that looks like a little little robot head. Maybe like a Cortana from Halo kind of thing, or maybe we make it look like uh, Peggy Olsen from Mad Men or whatever. Yeah. Um, so that <laughs> I love it. So that you, can, you can stick it to the top of your... Uh, your your echo yeah uh or your your, your or whatever what's the google google puck google home schmunk home home think, google yeah. home or whatever it is <laughs> and uh and, and have a little voice and you can pick you know the head you want and you can pick the uh, uh the style the hair color if you want hair 
would it go little robot would we like animatronic little mouth go when it when it replies? Uh, i don't know we don't have time for that yeah, but uh that's a lot of work uh but you know but but uh we'd we definitely make the look of it match the device so that it doesn't look like you've just got a little doll head stuck on top of your okay. uh, all right i like this i like this the hot new uh where we, can we get on shark tank someone make this happen let's get, yes let's, let's get uh i'll give you uh <laughs> 10 I'll give you $2 million for 25% of your base profits. Get some of that Mark Cuban money. Yeah, right, exactly. Yeah, that, that guy's guy. a guy. Know, that, that guy spends a little too much money on plastic surgery. Yeah, it doesn't look right. All of it looks bad. No, yeah, no. Not a fan. Yeah. Oh, is this the one where you... Nope. Hold on. I think this is you. <laughs> no, that's you laughing. Hold on. That's me Perfectly really laughing. Queefed hair. <laughs> Perfectly queefed, queefed hair. hair. <laughs> now we got dried... Peach. What I do have, though, is something hard. <laughs> Wait. I can't find the is one this, where you laugh. I know. I... Do you have a whole uh, page of Brian says the most embarrassing things? Oh, I have tons of you saying embarrassing I things. I know, yeah. All right. I'm trying to find the one where you call me. <laughs> no. Allow me to offer you a place no. to. <laughs> no. That's weird. That's <laughs> 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 weird. I know I have that file. I just don't know what I called it. It's somewhere. That's all right. I'd like to find it. Um, all right. That's it for all our dumb stuff at the top of the show. Cool. How about we do this here? This is your radio newscaster with another exclusive sensational summary of world and local events. It is time for the news, and it's brought to you by... Smelly Dog Cuddling. Aww. Ask for it by name. Yeah, I got to recommend it. I know the smelly part doesn't sound great, but... When your dog's been outside running around like a freak and then she just curls up with you and it's kind of cold and you got a little blanket there and you're just like, you know, chilling, looking at your phone. Is there anything better than just, just cuddling up there with it's your true. dog? doesn't matter how stinky totally she is. True. Who cares? Who cares? Yeah. All right. Nope. Let's get to it here. We got a few stories of note. Uh, okay. A woman went missing. For woman. <laughs> She went missing for three days in Australia, uh, out in the bush, they call it, the bush there. Sure, sure. Uh, she was saved after she did a thing that I didn't think anyone in real life actually did, which is, I've only seen it in movies and TV, she made a giant SOS. Oh, brilliant. On the ground, out of sticks and weeds and stuff. She must be an ABBA fan. Yeah, she must yeah. be. How, I'm glad her favorite song isn't uh, Take a Chance on Me. <laughs> Me too. Me too. Uh, but yeah, like this is uh, crazy because she she literally made the thing that I always thought was just a fake thing no one ever actually did. Uh, she spent three days in the Australian outback, has been rescued after scrawling a giant SOS me message that was spotted on a security camera monitoring uh, stuff about 80 kilo kilometers away. So it's pretty big. Mm -hmm. uh, Deborah wow. Pilgrim? Deborah Pilgrim. Deborah Pilgrim. That's kind of uh, ironic. It is a little yeah. bit. <laughs> Not the Deborah part, everybody. <laughs> uh, went missing on Sunday morning after going for a walk while she was staying at a remote campsite near Mount Lofty Ranges in South Australia. Mount. Mount. How'd you say it? How would Mount. You say it? Well, I got stuck, got lost out on Mount Lofty Ranges. <laughs> I needed to create. I had to, had to billy down some logs <laughs> to uh, fashion myself an SOS. Is that a thing where you, they don't say billy things, do they? No, okay. no, but they make up words like that. Okay. It's, it's, a, it's a science. I don't know why Australia does that, but they make up words like, oh, I had to billy down some uh, some logs yeah, to make, to fashion myself a little 
We have we have a number of Australian listeners. I have a question for them. Why why have we been so slow to adopt your awesome idea of meat pies? Because they have amazing oh, assortment of meat yeah. pies. Right. And over here, we just think of some frozen chicken pot pie crap you get at the store. Yeah, no. But in Australia, they're like, I don't think they even do fruit pies there. They're just like, Did nope. You? It's like beef and kangaroo. When and we were whatever. at uh, the Cornish pasty in Vegas, did you end up eating one of those Cornish pasties while we were there? Or? I did, and yeah. it was fantastic. It was so it was good. amazing, right? Yeah. yeah. In fact, next time I'm down there, that I'll, I'm going to make that a point because that was so good. Um, and pasties are basically that, right? They're like a... Yeah, they're, they're the equivalent of... Uh, of the meat meat pies, yeah, and meat. We pie. didn't invent we didn't invent the meat pie, but we did perfect it. <laughs> did you like some? Did you like that? It was a little bit of wallaby yeah, in your meat pie. There's a wallaby pie. Tinder. Mm. There's a little tinder. Yeah, this the wallaby take took my baby or whatever. <laughs> a little bit of dingo meat in your meat pie. <laughs> I mean, they don't eat. Do they eat kangaroo there, or is that a yeah, yes, they do. They absolutely 100% eat kangaroo, and I've even had kangaroo uh, in the last uh, few months. Since since the uh, America's Next Top Podcaster uh, challenge, where it was a food-related challenge, and they talked about eating kangaroo meat, mm-hmm. um, I've had some. I had kangaroo meat sausage, and it was really good. Sounds good. Is it uh, nice? Yeah. Is it lean? Like, what kind of meat is Way, that? Yeah, it's like lean. It's, it's, like, um, it's not as gamey as, like, venison um, or buffalo, but it was... Uh, it was good. It, I, yeah, I'm not going to say it tasted like chicken, um, right. but it was. It did have a different flavor than uh, uh, than beef. Interesting. They always seem so muscly. Those uh, the ones you see all the time. They seem like real well, muscled like, up. They take the uh, the best part of the <laughs> the kangaroo meat is from the haunches. <laughs> it's a fatty from the, <laughs> fatty from the crotch. For the, the crotch. The, from the crotch. It's kangaroo crotch meat, really. Crotch toenails. Yeah, it's made from. Ooh, Lon made made, from kangaroo rectum. Lon says it tastes like ostrich. Is that true? I've had ostrich. I don't, so I know that what that tastes like. I, I like think ostrich. It does meat. actually. Yeah, ostrich meat is good. Um. Anyway, so she got saved. Well done, lady. Yeah. Good job. Uh, a Dutch family waiting for end of time, meaning the <laughs> end times. They thought the world was coming to an end. Sure. Waiting for end of time. Because I know there's a song, "Waiting for the End of Time." Waiting for the end of time. Someone feels like there's. I've been waiting for the end of time. See, they were found in a secret room. Okay. Okay. So here's how this went. Secret time room. Family, a family who spent nine years on a farm waiting for the end times have been found or discovered by police in the Netherlands after one of them turned up at a local pub. Boy, they just can't stand it. they got to get out and get a drink. <laughs> no kidding. Um, wow, this sure is taking forever. Yeah. <laughs> Let no me kidding. get a drink. These end times is a long time. A man yeah. of 58 and six young adults, ages 18 to 25, were living in a farm in the province of Drenthe. I think that's how you say it. Uh, sure. The family were found after the eldest of the children ordered a beer at a bar in the nearby village of ruiner world <laughs> wald but but still oh that's it's the first wald. thing i thought was that it said ruiner world too <laughs> wow imagine what ruiner world is on your your family vacation to instead of disneyland you went to ruiner hey, kids, world we're going to ruiner world <laughs> yay yay thanks dad when do we start breaking stuff yay uh he then told the staff he needed help uh while he was there 
They found six people living in the small house or space in the house, which could be locked but wasn't a basement. Uh, the older man had been arrested, according to the family. He's <laughs> the father of six. Weird way to phrase that. It is a very we weird found way to phrase it. People living in a small space in the house, which could be locked but wasn't a basement. Yeah, what but an odd the, sentence. It doesn't feel like there's a Venn diagram or a subset of rooms you can lock mm -hmm. that are basements. It's like <laughs> it's like saying waiting for end of time. It, there's bad sentences in here. It's a very yeah, odd thing. Yeah. Um, let's see. Local reports describe this guy as a handyman named Joseph B. Joseph B. Uh, it was originally from Austria. Never seen anything like it, says local mayor Roger De, Go De Groot. Oh. I am De Groot. I am Groot. <laughs> I am De Groot. Oh, I love um, that, that their mayor is Groot. Yeah, his mayor is Groot. <laughs> Our mayor is Groot. He revealed that some of the family had not been registered locally. What does that mean? I guess just don't have records of him. Uh, and also indicated the 58-year-old was not the father. Ugh. Uh, the public broadcaster said the family had been living in isolation, waiting for the end of time. We've heard that three times in this article. Yeah. Bar yeah. owner Chris Westerbeek excuse me, described how the man came in, ordered five beers, drank them, or as they read, oh. so wrote, drunk them, which is probably uh -huh. correct. Right, so then I had a chat with him, and he revealed he'd run away and needed help. Then we called the police. So it's not Give all Florida. Give me five beers. Yeah. <laughs> Give me five beers and I might tell you how I live. And I'll tell you the I'll tell you the tale of how I live in a locked room that's not a basement. Does Florida have or Florida, sorry. Does Europe have a Florida that they look at and go, <laughs> "Oh, it's always happening there with the with these horrible yeah, weird things." Yeah, that's a good uh, that's a good question. What would be Europe's Florida? Got to uh, be, right? Got to be. Got to be. Maybe it's called Gotti. I mean yeah, it'd be if 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 it was 1980s, we'd say Poland was. Uh, oh right. Because we all thought that you know, Polak jokes were quite the thing. Oh Russia, Russia's pretty. <laughs> it's yeah, pretty Russia. Good. Some say Italy. Some say Germany. I don't know. Germany's all right. They don't do dumb stuff yeah. there. Greece hmm. or Bulgaria. Interesting. Oh yeah, Zoe. So yeah, well, Zoe. I mean, what is what is Europe's Florida? I know you want to say your Florida is our Florida, but no, we're not. Let's say we're not sharing our Florida with you. What would be your Florida? Yeah. But also, some people are saying Ukraine and Russia, those aren't in Europe. Those are in Asia. Ukraine is considered part of Eastern Europe. Is it? Yeah. Okay. I thought Turkey's where that ended. I don't know why I thought that. Um, not that they're not in the news or anything. All the time. <laughs> <laughs> Constantly hearing about Turkey and in uh, Ukraine yeah, at the moment. And I guess Russia is also part of Europe and Asia. Okay, there you go. Okay, I didn't know that. I guess there's parts of Russia that hang over there. Okay, mm -hmm. I'm I'm bad at geography. This isn't a this isn't news. Everyone knows I'm bad at that. <laughs> anyway, so I'm, I'm curious about both of that. So if it is Russia, mm -hmm. or is it a That's part good, of pretty Russia? good Russia? Yeah, Russia being Eastern Eastern. I mean, uh, Russia is uh, Europe's Florida. Yeah. Oh yeah, Russia, uh, Eurasia. Europe and Asia. That's why they Eurasia. Always, yeah, yeah, yeah. They're great. I love their songs when they were they jump around All and like the time will tell. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Eurasia. Oh, they were great. What else? What else do they do? Actually actually I did the logo. I designed the logo for a band. Uh there was a oh, what was his name? I keep wanting to say Brad Bird, but that's not Brad Bird. It was a guy named Brad and he had another four letter <laughs> last name that that I think began with a B. I think it was alliterative. Brad Belt. I think it was Brad Belt. Brad Belt. He was a friend of my uncle's, and he was a guitarist for a local Denver band called Eurasia. Mm. And I designed their one of the first graphic things I ever did was uh, 
design Eurasia's logo. I don't even know if, there, if I have it anywhere, but it was basically, here's what it was. It was me taking uh, a font. Boy, what, what font was it? I took a font, converted to outlines in Illustrator, and then used Punk and Bloat to like really warp it out. Mm-hmm. And uh, and that's that was their logo, Eurasia. Wow, that was really their name. Yeah, Eurasia. Okay. Because uh, uh, Brad Belt was German, and I think they had he, there was uh, other members of the band that were uh, that were members that were uh, from Asia. I like the logo. You have done a good <laughs> job. <laughs> um. So, so hold on a second, though. Uh, sure. Uh, what's I gonna say? Shit. Oh, I was gonna tell you. This is a total side note. Speaking of Brad's, um, I haven't blocked anyone on Twitter for probably eight months. But the last I can remember, the last guy I blocked, his name was Brad. Isn't that mm. weird? Is that a weird thing to remember? That is weird. Yeah. Was his handle Brad? No, it was just his. He had his name in his uh, description, so it said Brad, gotcha. whatever, and then his Brad. name handle was something else. But shut up, Brad. Brad's dude. <laughs> Brad, Brad's Chad. I'm done listening to you, Brad. All the ads, they're all bad. Chad, Brad, uh, Thad. Oh, they're not bad. I mean, they're I've how many nice guys Let's named Brad have you ever met? Sure we have a- well, I know uh, uh, Bradley Wunsch, who was a contestant on ANTP last season. Oh, Brad nice. Pitt, yeah, by all nice. accounts, is a fairly decent guy. Just, you know, can't stick with anything or yeah. anyone for any long period of time. Yeah. Uh, Flips people off. And I know not Chad Dorr in the chat room is a cool guy. And we, we know Brad's and Chad's. And I don't know if I know any Tad's, though. Uh, no Tad's. I know a couple of Thad's. Is that pronounced Tad? Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. I don't know uh, any well, Vlad's. I mean, you, they can choose how they pronounce it, but I've, I've always thought that T-H-A-D is still pronounced Tad. Might be. Bradley Cooper is nice, but he doesn't go by Brad Cooper. That sounds like Oh, a, yeah. Boy, once you call him Brad Cooper, he does sound like a dick. Sounds like a total dick in high school yeah. or something. Totally. Wow. What happened to my locker? <laughs> Freaking Brad Cooper broke Brad in and Cooper. took everything out. <laughs> Do you know any ideas who keyed my card? Yeah, Brad Cooper. <laughs> <laughs> Wow, it's a really interesting point. When you take off, the, if you change to Brad to Brad or uh, Bradley to Brad, yeah. it it, uh, it changes yeah. it, doesn't it? I knew it wasn't just me. Well, anyway, Brad's of the world unite. You're Vlad Nico. You Vlad Nico's a cool guy. Vlad Nico is a cool guy. You're not wrong yeah. about that. All right, uh, let's do this blood story to finish things out. Okay. Blood. Blood. Blood fills an Iowa family's basement. That's that's the headline. Jeez. Okay. Yeah. I just watched The Conjuring and the Jane Doe autopsy movie and started. Look at you getting all into uh, Halloween with oh, the Halloween I movies. I love it this year. I don't know why I'm just into it this year. But I also have complaints about. I have. I. I could go on for another four hours on a podcast about why haunted house movies need to get their rules straight. It just annoys me so well, much. Yeah. For sure. Um, but I'd never seen any of those. And also, I didn't know this, but the guy who's in that, he's in Insidious. He's in The Tall Green Grass. I uh, can't think of his name. He played the he played the owl guy in uh, Watchmen. What's his name? He was on oh, that season of... Yes. Um, he was on that season of, uh, of... Yeah, yeah, yeah. The second season of what you call it, of Fargo. He's great. Yes. He's a very good actor, but I can't think Patrick of his name. Wilson. Patrick, Patrick Wilson. Patrick Wilson. Yes. He is in every horror movie now. What happened? When did oh, that is happen? he really? Yes. He's in Insidious. He's in Insidious 2. <laughs> is he the Catherine Heigl of rom-coms? Like, you know, the equivalent of... Uh, kind of. He's That's everywhere. Funny. I don't understand it. It's very, very weird. Anyway, 
Uh, so I'm watching yeah, those. Why don't boy? You'd think that that some uh, clever writer, movie writer, screenplay writer would come up with a a haunted house movie that kind of does the same things that Scream did for slasher films, and that uh, um, Safety Not Guaranteed did for time travel films, where it's like where you really get like where the people realize they've got a haunted house, and they kind of analyze what the rules are and what the with the kind of the zombie land of heart of the haunted house films, right? And I like I like to know what my world my world building rules are, so that I can work within them because they change them all the time in haunted house movies, and it's really mm-hmm. annoying because one minute there's no physicality, it's just visual, and the wind blows, and you hear a whisper once in a while, but then later the thing's knocking stuff off of shelves and dragging people by their hair, right? Like right. which is it? Which is it? Can you touch yeah. us or can't you touch us? Are you really there or are you not? Like exactly. Come up yes, with and- your your rules and then explain Getting those rules rid to of me. uh clearing out the haunted house how do you clear out the haunted house and yeah right there's a lot of stuff it doesn't mean that these are bad movies they just don't ever unlike zombies yeah. and vampires they never settle on whatever their rules are going to be we, even with their own yep. little tweaks so and then it's hard to get invested as a as a viewer you're like well if the haunted house can really do whatever they want aren't they just basically superman and you just you know, yes. it's a constantly shifting kryptonite that you got to figure out to get rid of them. Yeah. Whether it's reading a Bible out loud or it's, it's you know, bringing in an exorcist or uh, mm-hmm. just burning down the house. That's basically kind of how the conjuring works. The conjuring's weird. I liked it, though. I really enjoyed it, I have to say. And I'd never seen it when it came out. And I haven't seen the sequels, but it was good. People keep telling stuff like Hunting of Hill House. Oh, now that I would use as a good I would say Haunting of Hill House is the best example of doing it right, and here's why. The movie didn't get so caught up in the rules, it spent more time with family and relationships mm-hmm. and how they had to deal with this house. That made it better. That made it better. Yeah. I would love more of that. Isn't there a, there's a sequel series coming out, I heard. Um, oh, really? The Rehunting of Hill House. Yeah, different people moving in or something. But I have, I absolutely okay. loved that. I thought that was one of my favorite things on Netflix. I freaking loved that. That's good. Yeah. So there you go. There's there's your example of one doing it right. Okay. All right. Uh, all right. Blood. Oh, but anyway, this oh, yeah, family's blood. basement in Iowa. <laughs> yeah. So check this out. It sounds like a horror movie, but uh, this is what really happened. Nikki, or sorry, Nick Lestina and his family of seven were ready to go out and put their house on the market until the basement was flooded with animal blood. Uh, The basement was filled with nearly five inches of this blood, fat and bones and other stuff as a result of drainage from a meat locker next door. Sell that thing and get the H out of there, dude. Uh, For the last 10 years, the family's lived next to Doll's Meat Locker, uh, but have never had any problems until recently. Uh, Listina and his neighbors were dumping hog and cattle remains down a floor drain, which is connected to his pipes. He immediately reported this thing. Uh, The Department of Health came out, issued hazards, all that stuff. Uh, the uh, DNR says the meat processor has been cooperating with the investigation. Uh, so far, though, he says nothing has happened or been fixed. Uh, they haven't reached out. In fact, they haven't taken accountability for it. They say it's not their fault and told me good luck. If I want to do anything about it, it's on my dime and my schedule. Jeez, really? Yep. Uh, Doll's Meat Locker was contacted for comment for this article, but it appeared uh, they were closed. Many of the comp- uh, family's belongings were destroyed by the blood in the basement including a bed they were saving for their toddler son. Aww. Basement of Blood. Jeez. Bloomhouse yeah, coming out coming next up year. On net- yeah, right. It's, it's definitely a Bloomhouse production, for sure. <laughs> anyway, I just thought that was weird. Happy th- Happy Thanksgiving. Happy uh, Halloween, everybody. 
All right. Oh, should I play the pissed blood? They want to hear the pissed blood. <laughs> sure. This sure. is a great, a great moment. Hold on. I got to keep this up here. Pissed blood. All right. Here you go. This is from our good friend, uh, Nicholas Cage. And now I can't find it. Oh, that's great. Hold on. Here we go. Man, this new, I got to come up with a better way to organize these now that the stuff has changed. Okay, here it is. Pissed blood! Woo! Uh, Woo. Love it. Yeah, and that was just from Matchstick Man. It wasn't even a Halloween thing. Right. Yeah. yeah. Good stuff. That'll, that'll, that'll get you whatever you want at the pharmacy. That'll, that'll leave a mark on you. <laughs> uh, all right, we are going to take a break. When we come back, we're going to have call now. That's right. You guys get to call in. Keep this number handy, 801-471-0462. Call now. That's 801-471-0462. We'll answer any questions you have. If you have a comment, thought, feeling, whatever, we are open to whatever you have to say. But we'll do it after this song break that Brian will now present. Yes, uh, boy, if you wanted the most Australian-sounding band name, I've got it for you right now. A band called the Psychedelic Porn Crumpets Whoa. Uh, just released a brand new single, Mundungus. <laughs> <laughs> this is great. Oh, man. This is, I have not said, like, this is the most Australian I've sounded without doing that horrible, horrible accent. Yeah. The Psychedelic Porn Crumpets and their brand new single, Mundungus. Um, these guys actually just wrapped up a uh, tour in L.A., uh, playing at Desert Days over this last weekend. Um, they released their third studio album at the beginning of the year. It was called And Now for the Whatchamacallit. Uh, but now they're releasing some new music, new singles. This is the brand new one, uh, Mundungus. If you are a fan of stuff like The Killers, um, Franz Ferdinand, The Vines, The Hives, stuff like that, I think you're really going to like this. I totally dig this. Uh, once again, here's the song Mundungus by the psychedelic porn crumpets here it goes never gonna you'll never hear that entire thing ever again in your lifetime so enjoy it okay that was really great all right here it is we'll be right back Yeah. 
Greetings, fair listeners. It's me, Scott Johnson, to take a moment to talk to you about the days when you were always ready to go. Yeah, that's right. Now you can increase your performance and get that extra confidence in bed. Listen up, bluechew.com. That's like the color blue, blue, B-L-U-E, you know, blue, and then chew.com. Brings you the first chewable with the same FDA-approved ingredients as Viagra and Cialis. I'm saying those both wrong, right? Viagra and Cialis. You can take them anytime, day or night, even on a full stomach. And because they're chewable, they'll work up to twice as fast as some sort of pill. So you can be ready whenever the opportunity arises. Blue Chew is a prescribed online product and ships straight to your door in a discreet package. So no in-person doctor visits, no waiting at the pharmacy, and best of all, no awkwardness. They are uh, made right here in the USA. And since Blue Chew appears, or excuse me, prepares and ships direct, they're cheaper than a pharmacy. Right now, we've got a special deal for our listeners. Visit BlueChew.com and get your first shipment free when you use our special promo code TMS. Just pay $5 shipping. Again, that's blue like the color blue. BlueChew.com and the promo code TMS. Try it for free. They're better, cheaper, faster choice. And we thank them. Maybe it doesn't seem completely clean or fresh enough. Mmm, fresh. The Morning Stream. How about a booby? Welcome back to the program, everyone. Uh, it's good to have everyone here. A lovely, uh, a lovely song was played there. Good journey to you all. Good yeah, journey. Good journey. Now tell me about your dog who died. <laughs> uh, you know what also made me sad is just that I know I am not prepared for when Rainer would, would pass away. I'm not ready for it. Yeah, no. Not. I don't think I can do it. I'm going to cancel all that day's shows. I'm not going to be able to deal yeah. with it. It's going to be so bad. Yeah, no, I'm 100% with you. I mean, thinking about if something happened to Anara, if something happened to Daisy. Yeah, it's sad, Remus, right? Remus is a little bit of a dick, but uh, it may- <laughs> I'm, just I'm just kidding. We, we love Remus. Yeah, Remus has grown on you. He likes you. Of course he has, yes. I won't, you know, I won't lie that uh, I'm hoping that when the kids move out, they find the perfect apartment that unfortunately doesn't allow cats, so you get they have to, keep to leave Remus. him here and... Yep. visitation yeah remus stays with with brian right. and, with grandma and grandpa <laughs> yeah grandma and grandpa get to keep him <laughs> uh, it only works with cats and dogs otherwise it's hard That's right um okay hey you guys check it out this is a thing call now if you call now we'll, we'll answer your phone call uh 801-471-0462 is 801-471-0462 and you can ask us anything you can comment on anything. You can take us to task on it's on something if you have to. Please do whatever you want. Tell us, tell us the most recent thing we've screwed up, which was maybe what ten minutes ago. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, it was like barely, probably just now, probably just now, right now, probably just now. So <laughs> correct us now <laughs> if you want. If you want us to, uh, if you want to just get advice, I'll bet we could give advice on something. Oh yes, definitely. I don't definitely. know what. Uh, whatever it is you want, we're here for you. Again, 801-471-0462. Whoops. That's not the clip. Call now. That's the clip. No, Sorry. but I like that one too. Yeah, that one's all right. This is if you're just going up the street to buy bread. Dun, 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 dun. 
doesn't make you happy. It makes me happy to hear that. <laughs> really makes me happy. Yeah, it's really good. All right. I'd, if I use that as a, as a phone ringtone, I'd never answer my phone. I'd just sit there the whole time listening to it ring go. Well, actually, the way I made that edit, it is, yeah, 14 minutes of that. <laughs> That's 14 minutes of that? Yeah, repeated over and over and over. Well done, sir. Oh, my God. So this awesome. bit right here. Wait, hold on. Let me start it over. Yeah. Okay, so if you start at the beginning. Oh, my gosh. Why doesn't this work? Okay. So here comes the end of it. As soon as it goes, oh, nicely done, yeah. So the waveform is this fourteen-minute like exact. Oh, it must be. It would be hell to hear that 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 long. Fourteen minutes, you want to kill yourself. No, I think I think Guantanamo Bay torture methods would be great. Playing that over and over, hours of that over and over and over. It'd be really bad. All right, you chicken. I'll tell you whatever you want to know. I'll talk. I'll talk. <laughs> Isn't that what they? I mean, they kind of do that. They blare music yeah. at uh, yeah, I think they, hostages uh, and stuff like that, or hostage takers, or terrorists, or whatever. Uh-huh. And they do that to the the those people at the uh, what was that called down there? Uh, the Texas thing where they burned everything down. Oh, that? Waco. Waco. Yeah, they did that. I think, or they played porn sounds or something like that. Uh. So it was like big giant voices going, really? Oh yeah, or whatever stuff like that. Or maybe I'm thinking of something else. Really? Okay, no, that I didn't know about. Uh... I'm thinking of something else. Maybe somebody did that somewhere, and it was supposed to offend their sensibilities because they were, gotcha. were like super Christian or super Muslim or something, huh. and it would really offend them. That I do not. I don't. I don't. <laughs> I don't uh, know either. Don't know about that at all. Yeah. Uh, all right, you chickens. Eight zero one four seven one zero four six two. Come on. Call now. Call now. We usually have a call by now. I don't know why nobody's calling. <laughs> I don't either. Why isn't anybody calling Psychic Friends Network? If you don't want Brian, if you want Brian to keep doing that voice, <laughs> then don't call. <laughs> I mean, and he's workshopping it, and that oh, we got workshopping one. it, working it, working it off, working it up. Yeah, finally got one. Hi, good morning. Who's this? That's Talia. Oh, Talia, how are hey, you? Talia. It's nice, nice to have you on. Usually call into uh, uh, Babel Royale, Royale but, yes. yeah, but now you're on call oh, now. She stopped, she stopped because I started calling Natalia, calling her Natalia. Oh yeah, oh yeah, right. Because you keep yeah. changing the name. Well, at least I'm we not. Got to downplay the Russian connection here, right? And I'm not butchering it like usual, so I'm just going to say, Nat. Welcome, Nat. <laughs> uh, what's on your mind? What kind of question do you have for us? Well, first of all, don't be hating on the metabo receptors. I studied them when I was a scientist. Oh, I love, dude. I love them. And I, like I said, it only took me uh, what I say two takes to get that one right. When I did the recording for it, it's so, impressive. Yeah. It's impressive, yeah. Did you, Brian? Did you know what a re- metaboreceptor was before I today? Still don't know what a metaboreceptor <laughs> is. All right, so t- explain it to us, dear caller. I mean, you don't. You know what a receptor is? Sure. Oh, I know what a receptor is. Sure. Sure. And I know the metabo I mean, probably is short for metabolism. Uh huh. Well, yeah. So it's just a receptor that stays probably on the surface of the cell membrane. And then you have some sort of signal, like insulin or something, and it'll uh, bind itself to the receptor, and the receptor will change shape and cause changes in the cell. Yeah. Okay. Huh. So it, let me ask. So you're saying? So wait, wait. So you're saying this may be kind of a like a like a chemoreceptor, something maybe you find in skeletal muscle that responds to an increase in me, me, uh, metabolic products and stimulates an increase in circulation in response to exercise. Yeah. 
Uh, yeah, probably. <laughs> Oh, it's almost like you're reading I mean, a Wikipedia yeah. article. <laughs> yeah. Wow, you it, think I Googled something? It what? feels googly. Yeah, a little bit googly. Something about that. Did he Google it? Yeah. All right. Uh, I, think, it. I think Talia probably called in with something else. Oh, yeah. Did you have a different question or were you just Not, gonna... not really. Just kind of oh. like you guys want to want to call in. I'm a, I, yeah. Well, I have a PhD. I'm not a scientist anymore. So yeah. just if you have questions, especially about the brain. All right. Let me ask Isn't you this it about like the, the brain. Masons, though, like once you're a scientist, you're always a scientist. Yeah. Oh well, yeah, but I'm not doing any active research because I don't have the money. I and get I'm you. unemployed. I get you. So let me ask you this about the brain. Here's a brain question. Yeah. Um. Uh. Why is it that the brain? <laughs> that's bad. that's a dumb one. All right, hold. Let me think of a good one. Let me think of a good one. Here. I got I got a story. If you can't think of anything, all right. Get, give me your story, and then I'll see if I can't formulate my brain question. Well, have you heard of the remote control mouse? The limbo controlled mouse. Remote, remote controlled. Control mouse. Oh, I missed that part. No, I have not heard of the remote controlled mouse. Although I have, there is a vague memory popping into my head of a mouse with a bunch of shit attached to its head. And I remember thinking that was crazy, but I didn't really understand what they were doing. I'll bet it's that. Is this a new Apple product? <laughs> yeah. Uh, not yet. But there's an app for that. Oh, all right. So, <laughs> so tell, does it work? Does it work like one of those little rolly uh, Star Wars uh, uh, freaking droid things? The you know what I'm talking about, Brian? Where no, you the have, mouse droids? Yeah, the yeah. little little boxy, the little shoebox droid. Somebody yes. do, somebody do that to a mouse? That would be terrible. Anyway, all right. So tell us the mouse. So what's the deal with that? How'd that go? Well, you know how the general idea of nerves, right? Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So, and you have a trigger that can cause a nerve signal to send. So we have genetics or genetic manipulations that we can put into the mice. And so a team of researchers did that into their motor cortex in the brain. Okay. And these recept and they basically, and receptors, hey, um, they changed the receptors to, instead of responding to, you know, sodium like they normally do like that's why we need salt yeah. uh, it responds to light so they were able to using blue light to control the mouse's motor cortex and make him turn left oh interesting hmm. so does so uh this research is uh, what's the application for human uh stuff is it like people who have neurological disorders or you know can't do motor function anymore that kind of thing well the uh it's kind of a proof of concept thing but also it's just uh, basic science where you generally the thing with basic science versus like clinical research is that basic science is just figuring out how it works okay so this is kind of us just testing ideas proof of concepts that kind of idea but the applications of the receptors that respond to light it's called optogenetics mm -hmm. and there's uh, huge implications for humans uh, one example is they have um, you know they have electrodes they can implant in the uh, 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 I hesitate to say this on the air, substantia nigra, which means black substance, uh -huh. in the uh, brain, which um, when that has dysfunctions, that's when you get Parkinson's and stuff like that. So they can implant electrodes to disrupt communication. It can restore function in uh, oh, people with cool. tremor. That's really cool. Because tremor, I feel well, bad for anybody with the tremor business. That stuff's sad. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Well, yeah, and you, if you look at a deep brain stimulation in Parkinson's, it's a very, very invasive procedure, but it can restore their functions, and it's like it can almost eliminate the tremor sometimes. Right. But it's invasive. So if we can, you know, maybe use optogenetics and rewrite their 
rewrite some of the DNA in their brain. It's still a little invasive, but not as bad as having an electrode in your brain for the rest of your life. And then just put a little patch of LEDs inside your skull that can control it with light. Yeah, I'm into that. That sounds all right. If I ever get the tremors, I'm coming to you and talking more. Hey, how about this question? Here's a question for brains. Do dogs have brains? Because I like seriously wanted to know. Dogs have brains, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the pause was the best part. <laughs> oh, that's amazing. All right. Thanks for your call. Always good to hear from you. The lines are open. 801 oh, Sorry. What is it? 801-471-0462. That's 801-471-0462. Or if you prefer, 801 is 10 hams. Mm, I prefer that. Yeah. If you need to do it that way, you can. Uh, He's got 10 hams. <laughs> That's amazing. Uh, but I'm fascinated by that stuff, honestly. Yeah. Um, yeah. The brain is so misunderstood. There's a scene in that... Um, uh, that autopsy movie I recommended yesterday uh -huh. Jane Doe. where yeah. they take a little bit of her brain out and put it into a thing. And it reminded me the brain is just like a weird. It's like a little jello mash thing. Mm. And yet here, look at me articulate, look at me, right. move my hands right. when I want to and dart my eyes around and check that peanut butter jar out. Why is that even in here? But anyway, my point is like all of this. Because <laughs> you had apples yesterday. Oh, right. I did actually. The other day, I guess. <laughs> did you really? <laughs> yeah. I think that was it. But you know yeah. what I'm saying? Like it is the yeah. most intricate, amazing, but it just looks like somebody's flush puppy. It's just a in your, in your head. Flush puppy. A fl <laughs> Hold on. We're, this is, we need to. I don't even know what a flush puppy deeper. is. What is a flush puppy? I don't either, but I like the sound of it. I made it up, I guess. Hi, you're on the air. Who's this? Hey, this is Nick from, let's see, it's moist Seattle today. Oh, how are very you boys moist. doing today? Oh, very moist. moist. Hey, how come? Lakey in moist Seattle. Yeah, why is it always, uh, what's the deal there? You guys are always rainy. What's the problem there? What's going on? It, it's a good question. I think that's a bit of an urban legend. It is It is a bit moist in the Pacific Northwest, but during the summer, it's actually super nice and sunny here. So yeah. I'm not sure what everybody's on about with it constantly raining. We yeah. only moved here like uh, two years ago, and... It's pretty nice. I was watching. I got, I got uh, no complaints. There's this whole episode of Frasier where all he does is complain about how wet and awful Seattle is, and then he accidentally says it on the air, and now everyone's pissed at him uh, because they're mad that he doesn't. They don't. You know, he doesn't like their hometown that he's just moved to. It's like season one, and I wonder if like you get enough TV shows or enough movies where they play on this trope that Seattle's wet and rainy all the time. Eventually, yeah. everyone just assumes that that's the case, and there's no turn. There's no. It's like you know what it is. What, what am I even saying? It's like Utah. Everyone thinks there's multiple right. wives everywhere. The, right, of course. Or that you it's know, all uh, the windy Mormons, city, right? Chicago. It's yeah. always windy. It's always windy yeah. in Chicago, or or you know, or the people are friendly in or, Philadelphia. <laughs> <laughs> right. Well, anyway, it's nice to have you on. Did you? Uh, what was your question, thought, or comment today? Oh, uh, I'm a little distracted by flesh puppy. I'm still giggling at that. Um, but <laughs> yeah. to be honest, my, yeah. my question that I have for you guys is uh, I'm curious. You kind of make a living out of uh, you know talking, Scott, in addition to your art. Yeah. I'm curious, do you have any words that for the longest time you thought were pronounced one way and turns out they were pronounced a completely different way? Mm. You know, it's the kind of thing that you take for granted as a kid. You think it's pronounced one way. You read it a whole bunch and then... Somebody says it out loud, and you have no idea what that word is. Well, I feel like this comes uh, up on the show a lot, actually. It's funny you 
you bring that up. Um, <laughs> like penny, as in penny pasta? <laughs> pen, yeah, penne. There's a good one. I creamy said peen. creamy peen, yeah. exactly. Creamy peen, yeah. <laughs> there's also... I mean, those um, are accidental pronunciations. Do you have anything right. that maybe you thought was pronounced one way? Like, for an, for an example, when I was a kid, you know, I played through uh, Pokemon Blue on my Game Boy, and I always thought that the... Uh, the Elite Four were the Elite Four. I just thought that was a super badass sure. word. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I was an idiot, also a child. So uh, just if there were anything... Oh, also, there was another example from earlier that made me think of this just today was you guys uh, called that zone in World of Warcraft uh, Nagrand. And oh, for yeah. the longest time, I always pronounced it Nagrand. Nagrand. Always thought Nagrand. it was said that sure. way. Yeah. Always thought it was Nagrand. I think that actually this is a good... You, you, I'm glad you brought up Warcraft because I feel like that place is full of places that I have said wrong and then found out later were wrong. Uh, for okay. example, I would, yeah. when I would when I would hear about... Oh, this was famous on the instance for a while and it's embarrassing to bring it back up. But for the longest time, from a kid all the way up until Warcraft time, I pronounced ogres as orgs. Mm. For the longest time. And I did it. And where it came out and got me in trouble was on the instance. I says, well, here's the problem. You're going to this place where all the orgs are. And people are like, the orgs? What are you talking about? <laughs> yeah, you can see them right there on the org chart. Yeah. And I think, yeah, exactly. It's not an ogre chart. It's an org chart. But I used to say that. And then people would say, you're insane. And then I would, and then they would remind me, oh, have you never seen Shrek? And I'd be like, oh, I have seen Shrek. Why do I hear ogre there? But I don't think ogre, when I read ogre, I read org. So that's a thing for me, Brian. Yeah, you, orgs are like uh, onions. Yeah, exactly. Brian, do you do anything Until like that? Until we started doing film sack, I think the first place I got corrected or, or heard the right pronunciation, I always thought, you know, when you had a movie that was um, a biography about somebody yeah, famous, yeah. that it was a biopic. <laughs> like, you know, I'd pronounce it like myopic, right? Mm -hmm. Like, you know, you, you pronounce it like you see other words getting pronounced instead of biopic, which makes a lot more sense, biopic, mm -hmm. because it's a... Yeah. It's short for yeah. My so you so uh, that is interesting because myopic you'd never say my myopic myopic yes right. Although it sounds like a thing you'd buy at a dental hygienist store or something like it that. Does, yes, I'm <laughs> getting a biopic. Getting a bio <laughs> yeah, but uh but yeah biopic's a good one. I'm trying to think. Of, there's yeah. gotta be others, but I can't think of them anymore. Uh, this is a great I question mean, though. When I was a kid. I said Yosemite instead of Yosemite or <laughs> Ramada in Ramada. instead of Ramada. Ramada in yeah. yeah. Ramada in yes. I think everybody's probably got these. English is weird. It's hard to get it all straight. Oh, I it. Yeah. Because yeah. we got look at You just don't want to. I read just it don't want to come I off. Go ahead, Brian. What? What's it? Oh, I just say you just don't want to come off as ignorant if you say things. It, the wrong yeah, way. you don't want to like, be ignorant. Yeah. You don't want to put the yeah. wrong emphasis on the wrong syllable. <laughs> uh, thanks for your call, dude. Appreciate it. If anybody else wants to call in, the lines are open. Eight zero one four seven one zero four six two. How do you pronounce the thing where, uh, like, uh, rogues used to be able to do this in World of Warcraft, where it's where you take a wire between your hands and you... Oh, garot. Garot? Garot. Is it, is it pronounced garot? Is it pronounced garot? Is it garret? You I know? think it's garot. Garat? Garret? You know what? We're not, let's find out. We have the power. Yeah, that's one I still don't know if I know how to pronounce correctly. Let's let's make this a learning experience. Let's Let's grow a little bit. Yeah, let's grow together. Um, while I look that up, let's find out who this is. Hi, you're on the air. Who's this? Uh, Michael Pulich from uh, Austin, Texas. Michael, nice to have you here. Hey, Austin. Michael. Austin's great. Are you, hey. keeping, are you keeping Austin weird, Michael? 
We're trying. We're right. trying. Okay, is good. that a thing they good. say? Keep Boston weird? Is that a yeah, yeah, absolutely is a thing they say. Yeah, I've heard it, but they've I never the, knew if it was They've a... got the little uh the, the little frog thing that sits on the side of the uh the building in near downtown there that says, Hi, how are you? And he's keeping he he is almost solo keeping Austin weird. Nice. I um, think Brian Brushwood's doing a better job. Oh, of he's that. doing a great well, job of keeping true, it weird. Yeah. He freaking bought a like a cult uh, freaking uh what do you call it? Devil worship compound <laughs> that brian brush would that sell out yeah. oh he's not keeping boston weird anymore no it's not weird now um i'm gonna play real quick before we get to uh your question i'm gonna play this so we can get yeah. some confirmation oh good yes garot garot oh garot garot oh he says oh damn it it says a variant it can be garot and it's okay. still good so brian garot, you're okay garot. yeah Let's garot garot the whole thing off it's not a garrett though that's not a Garrett. Uh-uh. He's the guy who talks about uh, Hearthstone. Yeah, grumpily lately because Blizzard screwed up. Anyway, oh yeah. Uh, anyway, uh, sorry, it's Mike, right? Mike. Mike. Yeah. Ah, good. I got it right. Hey, Mike, what's on your mind? What's going on? Uh, so my partner and I are getting married in less than a month, and oh, the number one question we keep getting is, "What are we going to do for a honeymoon?" Mm. And mm. so I was curious if you have any suggestions or any stories about. Y'all's honeymoon. Well, what's your budget? Like, you don't have to tell us exactly, um, but can you, like, are you, are you guys have enough to go, hey, we can go anywhere in the world? Or are you going to be like, ah, oh, we got to stay in the States or we got to, you know? Yeah, we could go anywhere in the world. Let's okay. keep it on this planet. All right, fair enough. On this, yeah, let's stay on this planet. Well, right. All right. So, common interest that, uh, that you have, like, are you guys both into certain movies or TV shows or comic books? Like, would you. You know, would you go to a place like Ireland and then do like a Game of Thrones bike tour where you bicycle from castle to castle and ooh, that sounds stuff cool. like that? Yeah, yeah Tina and I've been wanting to do that actually. Yeah, <laughs> Ireland is a Ireland is going to be one of the things I would say because I've never been and I would love to go. Um, I got to get there. I want to go there. I want to go to Scotland. I want to see these places that in my head I have them totally mythologized. They're just like mm-hmm. sure. magical kingdoms that don't actually exist. And I want to go there and actually, and maybe that's bad. Maybe it'll ruin my my impression of those places. But do you um, do you like vacation or uh, trips where it's more about just kind of relaxing on a beach kind of thing, or more where you're exploring and checking out cool cool things? Probably like, the exploration. Culture. We've done New Zealand together. Yeah. We've done Japan together, yeah. uh, and those oh, are more yeah. go see things versus. An right. island yeah. uh, adventure, right? Then, then just the day after day of like, oh, what do you want to do today? Same thing as yesterday. Go take a blanket to the beach and hang out. Right? Okay, yeah. Cool. Which is cool. which, by the way, describes me. So here's what we did. Yeah, and Brian can mention what he did. So in my case, we were broke, dirt poor, broke, had nothing. We had literally like forty five bucks in our pocket or something. Aww. Um, but we didn't care. We were getting married, right? So even though we ain't got money, <laughs> I'm so in love with, with you, honey. honey. Okay, go <laughs> However, the rest goes. Uh, so I, so her and I stayed at a um, a lake cabin that a friend owned, and they let us use it all that whole week. And we just lived on the edge of this lake, at Bear Lake, uh, which is like north of us. And we just spent the week up there, and it's this giant blue, beautiful mm. lake surrounded by mountains. And there was nobody there because school had just started. So no families, no jet skis, no boats, nothing. Everybody had left town, this little itty-bitty little town called Bear Lake, and we stayed up there. And I loved every freaking second of that. It was great. 
and there was just this little corner store that like rented videos and you could go get you know some old movie you wanted to watch together and then take it back up to the cabin we made our own food and just chilled up there it was great so that's my kind of jam that's cool i know that's not for everybody but i loved it and it also helped that we were dirt poor and we couldn't afford anything else at the time so yeah uh, what did you do, Brian? Uh, I can't remember. We uh, we did so. Um, what we did is probably something that I wouldn't do today if I were given the choice. Although I'd probably alternate it. We went on a cruise, uh, did the Mexican Riviera, so Puerto Vallarta and Acapulco and um, Cabo San Lucas and stuff. Did some snorkeling and and stuff like that. Um, a cruise, you know, if you if you if you do a cruise, number one, maybe do one of the don't do like one of the big cruise ships. Uh, the, the cruise actually I enjoyed the most was one we did a few years ago to Alaska and that was awesome. But, um, cause you get to see some really, really cool things and it's not all about like, Oh, now we're just, you know, going to another place where, uh, the, this poor town lives completely off of tourism and they, you know, glad you brought that up. Like- I need to ask you about that later. Cause Kim is, I think Kim is trying to get us one of those. I think we're doing mm-hmm. that, that exact cruise. Oh really? Next oh year. cool. Well, yeah, yeah you get some recommendations. Yeah. But um, th- my uh, neighbors across the street, um, uh, Pat and Britt, went on a Croatian cruise, but it wasn't like a cruise cruise. They actually had a boat that they captained. Um, it was like six or eight of them, mm-hmm. and you're given, you know, enough. Uh, I mean, I guess Patrick knew enough about sailing that he could he could captain this. But you can also do it where you 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 know have somebody else captain it and you just kind of help out um uh with each of the stops and um uh, things like that but you basically instead of you're going to this tourist place where as soon as you come out everybody brings out their blankets and silver jewelry to try and sell you you're going to these towns that don't survive off of tourism and have their own thing and you kind of get to immerse yourself in that culture mm. and see what it's really like instead of what they want to show you yeah and then you go enough to you can you go to a few of these kind of places also hear those norwegian cruises are cool uh, that's the the one we did the um uh well I, okay so going to norway yes absolutely uh the alaskan cruise we took was on a norwegian oh that was a norwegian uh, norwegian uh, cruise line right yeah, which, i think that's what we're looking at too yeah i wouldn't do any other crew i certainly wouldn't do carnival norwegian is it feels like you know feels like a floating uh hotel with restaurants and stuff as opposed to a floating party bus yeah with salmonella and legionnaire's <laughs> disease <laughs> That's a party. That's a party. Well, I'm stoked for you guys. Uh, congratulations, yeah. by the way. That's awesome. When do you go Thank again? You. When's the When's the big day? Uh, November 9th. Oh man, coming right up. Oh, yeah, that's cra- that's right Mrs. Up. Crazy Neighbor's birthday. Yeah. Here's the embarrassing thing: while you guys are celebrating this new commitment and life together, I will be playing the PC version of Red Dead Redemption that day. <laughs> Same. <laughs> Same. Okay, good. You'll be doing that right before you go because I guess it comes out on the fifth or whatever. Uh, but congrats awesome. and uh, well done. Yeah, let Hope us you guys know what you end up one. with. We'd love to hear about. Yeah, it. I'd love to hear it. Uh, lines are open. We can take at least one more. Eight zero one four seven one zero four six two. Eight zero one four seven one zero four six two. That's great. I always like to hear when our our peeps are doing cool stuff. You know, for sure. Yeah. Uh, let's see who we got here. Hi, you're on the air. Who's this? Hello, this is Moist London calling. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> it's Zoe from Moist London. Zoe from Moist London. Okay, let me ask you this. That's another stereotype, that London's always covered in fog and is awful all the time. Is that true or not? Gray. Uh, it's nowhere near as bad as it used to be. It had a reputation 
a few decades ago, and they did something about the pollution. Yeah. So it's not as bad. Um, not quite sure what it was, but it certainly was bad if you go back far enough. But uh, yeah, it's not as bad. Well, back in the back in the day, they used to. Um, my understanding is turn of the century, and I mostly learned this from Assassin's Creed. Uh, Assassin's Creed Syndicate, which was set in the turn of the century London sort of here comes pollution because everything's giant smokestacks and everything. And it seems like that stuff was so pervasive and you pumped so much of it into the air that by the time the 30s, 40s, and 50s rolled around, you guys kind of had to do something about it. Um, I heard somebody yeah. I heard somebody once say that all the German bombs helped clear it out. Is that true? That's not true, is it? <laughs> I've not heard that. Okay, but good. I don't know. <laughs> all right, those Germans. You never know. Smog clearing bombs. Uh, anyway, Zoe, what's uh, what's on your mind today? Well, I had this question before I heard the last caller. Uh, what states have you not visited in the U.S.? Oh. And which state would you recommend I visit that I might not have visited? Oh, that's fantastic. I love this question. So, Brian, you have been way more states than me, so let's start with you. Where have you not been, I guess? Where have I not been? Yeah. I have not been to Montana. Uh, I have not been to North Dakota. Oh, don't you know? I think that's it. Because that, um, uh, that last trip that Tina and I took a year ago yeah. to... Vermont, we hit all all the states out there that I've never been to. So oh, that's right. You guys think... did a big cleanup on that uh, yeah, last year. It was a it was a, a quite an accomplishment. Got to go to go to a state. You've got to leave the airport and you have to have a meal. Those are the two requirements. You can't like do a like oh well yeah you know we I flew to St. Louis but we stopped in Wichita so I I've been to Kansas. Can't yeah, count. that doesn't count. Yeah, it has to be you got to get out there or be driving through it and be and stop there that kind of stuff. Like yeah, the most, exactly. I'm trying to think. So everything west of, west of Denver, Denver and west, I've been to every mm-hmm. state in the union. Mm-hmm. Everything, if we start to go east though, never been to Minnesota or most of the Midwest. I haven't been to like New Hampshire or any of that. Uh, I've been to a lot of the south, uh, the Carolinas, Mississippi, Atlanta, so Georgia, um, Arkansas, Louisiana, uh, can't think what else. Oh, Alabama, I've been all those places. Mm-hmm. Um, I've never been to New York, never been to Vermont, never been to Maine, never been to Rhode Island, and either of the Virginias, I think. Okay. So a lot more than you, obviously. So as yeah. far as her other part of the question, like where would we recommend it? I mean, I'm partial to the big, wide, open spaces of the U.S. West, so um, I say that without having a ton of experience. Oh, I guess I've been to Ohio. Because last year I went to yeah, Columbus. Columbus. Yeah, yeah, that was my first time there. Um, oh, and I've been to Detroit. Oh, that was the sea airport, though. So never mind. That doesn't count. Yeah, it doesn't count. No. So I'd say, uh, I mean, for me, so I, I'm less about the big open spaces. I want a lot of variety and stuff that I can do and check out. Uh, I would do Louisiana. Like, New Orleans would be a great a great thing to check out if you haven't been to New Orleans. Mm-hmm. Chicago would be cool. Um, if you do New Orleans, stick to tourist new orleans because there's yeah, some well, yes, rough yes business. if you're going to the french quarter yes stick to bourbon like, street like, well, like one or two blocks that way and you're it's bad it's, it's real bad kind of like vegas right like you know off the strip yeah good point or outside of downtown it can be that that immediate area out of both of those places like ooh, not so good yeah and if you um, go to new orleans next july or sorry june 
you'll see me there if you come there because I'm there for a family reunion. Kim's side of the family's having a gigantic thing down there, so we're going down oh, there. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, should be fun. Looking forward to Viva the Viva TMS New Orleans. Oh, hey. In June. Hmm, think Confirmed. That. <laughs> Confirmed. <laughs> anyway, uh, anywhere else? Like, I'm, I mean, for me, I really like Chicago a lot. Oh, yeah, I've been to yeah, Chicago. Chicago's I should have cool, mentioned cool. Illinois. I've been there. Um, Chicago's really cool. Oh, I else? loved I loved uh, South Carolina and Georgia, too, like um, Savannah and uh, uh, Charleston and like that area. Mm-hmm. Um, that's a beautiful. Oh, uh, Tina and I had a blast. We went to so basically we flew into Seattle, rented a car and then drove down the Washington, Oregon, California coast to Los Angeles and flew back and seeing that whole coastline. From oh yeah, Monterey and mm-hmm. San Francisco and and uh, uh, seaside places in in Oregon. That was that was amazing. I would I would do that again in a heartbeat. Taylor and uh, or Kim and Taylor did that before she got married. Um, just did a trip, just mom daughter trip up and down that. Mm-hmm. They loved it, yeah. and they they'd stop yeah. like kind of on the way on the coast yeah. and stuff like that, and stay overnight. In Lighthouses and uh, oh, that yeah. was so good. That, that would be blast. really cool to see. That whole coast mm-hmm. thing is awesome. I have also seen that as rad. Um, I don't know. Zoe, any of those give you ideas? Something fun to do? I fancy, uh, well, TGZ once said Arizona. Uh, yeah. I've never been there. Oh, yeah, Arizona's cool. <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah. Um, but I do fancy New Orleans. That would be fun. Yeah, yeah. you should go there. So we have a team, yeah, do a team of meet up there. We'll go there. All right, yeah. we're definitely going to do one um, for locals, but uh, i got to get the details on what's going on. But I'm going down there. I'm actually... Sort of excited to go, but kind of not <laughs> because it's a family reunion and there's some of that that's a little, uh, you know. Well, if, if we're doing a TMS meetup, I'll be there because I love, I've been to New Orleans twice, no, once for a trade show and we basically stayed on the French Quarter the whole time. And uh, I've been looking for a reason to get back there and Tina's never been, so. It's pretty cool. They got vampires. So it a- yeah, there's vampires there. Oh, well then forget it. We're gone. Yeah, yeah. no more vampires. Yeah. Is right. Anne Rice still around? Is she still with us, or is Anne <laughs> she's Rice she's still around? She, I think okay. she's still. I think. Hold on. Now you're. Now you got me wondering. Hey, that's Brian asking if someone's alive. I just want yeah, to point that out. Oh yeah, she's 78 years old, still alive. Okay. Yeah. Look at her. Her first name is Howard. Uh, really? Howard yeah. Anne Rice. Howard Allen Francis O'Brien. Shut up. Really? Yeah. No. You're making yes. that up. Howard Allen Francis O'Brien is what it says. Her her full name is. That is weird. But the South is weird, so what are you going to do? Have a great one, Zoe. It's good to hear from you. Have a great week. Uh, It's going to do it for Call Now. Thank you, guys. You guys, you know, it ramps up. You guys finally start calling in in numbers, and then we have a good time with you. Well, Anne Rice looks great for her age. Wow. Hmm. A lovely woman. Oh, good. Yeah. It's all those hurricane drinks and and, uh, dirty rice. And gumbo, yeah. Gumbo. Gumbo will uh, make it Etouffee. Etouffee. Garot. Oh, garot. Sorry. Garot. All right. Uh, we're going to take a, uh, our leave. Here's the thing. Tomorrow, TMS PM happens at 5.30 Mountain. Uh, no, I'm sorry. 3.30 Mountain Time. I don't know why I said 5.30. Uh, so that's a thing. And uh, you're going to want to be here for that. Also, there should be an instance in the morning. I believe it's just Patrick and I, but that'll be good. And uh, probably going to do some BlizzCon prediction stuff. In the light of all of this stuff going on, I think it would be even more interesting to try to predict what happens on the ground. Um, mm-hmm. As an example, this is a weird thing. They haven't normally within, you know, three or four weeks before the event, sometimes a month mm-hmm. ahead, they put out the floor plan so that everybody kind of knows where oh, everything right. is. Yeah. 
They yeah. haven't done that. Nothing. Zippo. No, band hasn't even been announced, has it? No band. Nope. They've just said that there'll be musical entertainment. They haven't said what. And so the fact that they're this close and haven't announced either of those two things is a little bit weird. Um, the part about not giving the floor plan might be them trying to not give protesters too much information. Oh, sure. Oh, jeez. I know. Yeah. See, this. I'm telling you, Brian, if there was a year to miss, I think this is the mm-hmm. year, but it's this also a good year to miss. It's yes. also the year to watch. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Oh, to, yeah. To see what I, goes I down. I couldn't imagine not, not, uh, not at all being, uh, you know, involved in seeing BlizzCon if I can't be there in person. So. Right. Right. Yeah. I mean, I, I'm, I, yeah. I'm just, I'm worried about their panels. I'm worried about people mm-hmm. getting up and, it's already a problem where people are a-holes on panel lines that, that say they're going to, you know, they, they're going to ask this question. They, You know, like when we did our thing last year, the Q&A, the way that works is the people in line have said, this is my question I'm going to ask. Just like calling a radio producer. And you say, okay, cool. And then imagine them getting up in the line and then saying something totally different just to get everybody all right. inflamed. Yes. Yeah, I could easily see that. Yeah. So if they thought Oof. that was bad last year from the Diablo Immortal stuff, which is a very uh-huh. insular <laughs> issue. Holy so um, have you guys just completely, you know, given up on producing quality content? Yeah. Uh, yeah. That guy did that. Yes. And then this, so this year what it'll be is someone will say, oh, yeah, my question's about um, – if the new uh, the new expansion will have flying uh, at the end of the content, or if we can earn it earlier, and then they'll get up to actual microphone and go. So is it true that you're sucking on China's teat? Like that's what we're gonna get this year, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and I'm bummed about that because yeah. a yeah a they kind of have a point, but b it's gonna get obnoxious. It uh, is yeah. Ugh. Anyway, we'll see. Weird time for Blizzard fans everywhere. Uh, blah, 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 blah. All right, we're going to go. Uh, oh, a reminder, we do a show here because we love you guys and also because you guys help us out over at patreon.com slash TMS. Big thanks for that. Continue to do so. And if you haven't, consider it. We're also at uh, frogpants.com slash TMS. That is going to do it. Brian, play a song, please. Well, okay. Okay. Speaking of New Orleans, uh, we have a listener down there, a woman who goes by the name B4 Tank Girl, yeah. Trisha. Uh, we don't get to hear her much or see her live in the chat room these days because her job keeps her away from being in the TMS live business, but um, we still hear from her and uh, she's having a birthday. She says, dearest squibble and bibble, I humbly request gin and juice by the gourds for my birthday. Cake emoji, balloon emoji, bacon fetty emoji. Whoa. I've joined the 50 club or the Facebook ads are now nothing but AARP and Botox age. <laughs> Thank you for that voodoo that you do so well. Insert random Scott Fletcher cursing soundbite. Oh, um, those are fun. Hold on. Fletcher. Uh, okay, here's one. Yeah. Well, I say we hire a couple of wranglers to go upstairs and beat the sh- out of them there you go <laughs> well done yeah that's what i haven't heard in a long time so yeah. that's great yeah. all right very good nice job uh of course before tinkerel anything for you so glad to hear from you as a uh, as a request here uh gin and juice by the gourds they included on their album shine box back in 2009 of course it's a cover of the song by snoop doggy dog we're about to add uh what eight and a half extra minutes no six and a half extra minutes onto the end of this show with this cover here of gin and juice by the gourds
little something for the cheese and make a few friends as a breeze through. Don't you know it's two in the morning and our party's still jumping? Cause my mama ain't home home. I got bitches in the living room getting it on and they ain't leaving till six in the morning. So what you want to do, ho? I got a pocket full of rubbers and my homeboys do too. Turn off the lights and close the doors. But, but, what? We don't love them whores. And we gonna smoke an ounce to that. Jesus, hoes down like you motherfuckers. Some beauty. 
Part of the Frog Pants Network. Frog Pants Network. Get more shows like this at frogpants.com. Raining cats and dogs out there. Yeah. No, it's good for my tomatoes. <laughs>